It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on this edition of Locked on Wizards, Dave Johnson joins us for the second day in a row as the voice of the Wizards play-by-play announcer and radio personality is back to get into more specifics around the Wizards. Looking back on this past season, he's giving his takes on individual players and the team as a whole as we look back to prepare for what's ahead. All those details right here on Locked on Wizards. Hi, Renee Washington here, and you are listening to another edition of Locked on Wizards. We've got Dave Johnson back on the show. The voice of the Wizards play-by-play announcer and sports radio personality is here for day two as we get into the Wizards, a deeper dive into the team, players, and looking back on this past season. So Dave, welcome back, and let's get right into it. I want to get your take on a few specifics around the Wizards. Being that you've worked in D.C. sports for, as mentioned, for a variety of sports, a variety of teams, what do you define D.C. sports fans as? Every sports city has their own kind of mantra and, and, and stereotypes. And, I'm, you know, I'm from Philly area, so I, I know all about the way that people can categorize sports fans for their city. What is the idea concept stereotype whatever term you want to use around dc sports fans you know i think my uh, the initial phrase is getting more passionate mm-hmm. and and i think it's it's uh, and if i'm talking to somebody who's from um philadelphia there are or has connection with philadelphia you know you you think of philadelphia passion that's from what i've heard anyway is, is off the charts i i think it's it's a a um uh I really have noticed it as a, as a developing passion, and that's 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 the best way to put it. And I think with, with part of that is is we have stronger roots uh, in this in this community. And I say that because you know my mother grew up in Washington D.C. and mm-hmm. the old joke about Washington D.C. was if if they said if, if my mother used to tell me the story if if you said you grew up in Washington D.C. They say, oh, you're the one. 
In other words, nobody was from Washington. Everybody was from New York. Everybody was from, you know, North Dakota, Boston, wherever. I mean, her, her parents were from North Dakota, for goodness sakes. So um, I, I think we're, we're seeing a greater sense of community. And as a result, we're seeing a, a, a greater passion for sports um, mm-hmm. that, that didn't exist 30 years ago. So I, I think it's becoming a better sports town. I like that. I like that. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. My next question for you then, and we're going to get specific into more now the wizards. If you had to pick a newcomer of the year, so it doesn't just have to be a rookie. could be someone that just joined the wizards this year. Who would be your vote for newcomer of the year? We're doing like some postseason awards here by the prestigious one and only Dave Johnson. So what you're saying is like golden. So who would you pick? <laughs> I'm going to hype you up a little here. As a newcomer of the year for the Wizards this year. Yeah, no pressure on that one. No that pressure. Boy, it, it, I wish you hadn't put that last part in there. But, <laughs> I, well, a newcomer, I know he's rookie also. But, I mean, uh, you know, Rui Hachimura is just – I've been doing this a long time. I don't, I don't – I can't think of a rookie that, is, that has come in um, and, and just accepted the challenge the way he has – uh, through everything. And then, and then, uh, you know, I've watched him deal with um, the adversity of, of, of being uh, number one on the scouting report for goodness sakes in, in the bubble. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I, he definitely, I don't, I don't know if we knew everything we were going to get from him as, as the, the rookie, the ninth pick overall uh, a year ago, he, he seemed, he seemed just when you talked to him, I still remember that, his introductory press conference, he seemed mature beyond his years. Um, but that's a, it's a, it's a tough league. The NBA, the NBA is, is, is again, just an amazing sports league. You know, there's billions of people on this planet uh, and there's only 500 NBA players. Mm-hmm. And when you think about it in those terms, it, it, it's pretty mind blowing. Just, I, you know, if you made the NBA, if you spent any, if you spent one day in the NBA, you're a pretty incredible basketball player. I'm sorry. I think, you know, we, we need to uh, appreciate just what, you know, what we're treated to. And, and, you know, while sometimes we can get frustrated about, well, we're, you know, we've lost this game. We're seeing the best uh, uh, in the world at the game of basketball. And, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, what Rui Hachimura did this past season um, not only gives you hope for the future, but um it, it, it just was a, a feel-good story because here was a, just a young guy that, that came in and, and just, just kept working and kept getting stronger. And then when he would deal with adversity, or face adversity, I should say, he would deal with it. And he finished strong in the NBA bubble. And, and um, you know, it, it just was a tremendous pick for the Washington Wizards. And, you know, when you, when you, again, when you're talking about, I think we used 28 players this, <laughs> this season. So certainly we had a number of, storylines but uh, I think he has to be considered the newcomer of the year uh, and, and I'm not just sounds like I'm picking low-hanging fruit because he was also a big rookie but uh, <laughs> I think it's hard to argue with his accomplishments yeah no I think he absolutely came in and as you mentioned coming in last year once he was drafted and and really showing what he can do in, in such a promising rookie season you saw so much growth and maturity and just the skill and ability he has and knowing that he is only a rookie. And as you mentioned, just being in the NBA in itself, the players from their rookie season to their second season alone, you see so much growth. Uh, 
let alone year three, year four. So that's what's so encouraging about Rui is the fact that he's got such an upside with his size, with his, you know, mobility, with his ability in general, that it's very encouraging. And that's something that I know I walked away from the NBA restart for the Wizards specifically thinking, wow, that's someone that you can now trust more to, to play a pivotal role on this team moving forward. Yeah, no, no, he's, uh, again, he's one you point to and say, well, all right, he's going to have a long, successful NBA career. And the good thing is he's wearing a Washington Wizards uniform. Bingo, bingo. So coming up, Dave and I have more to discuss around the Wizards. Who says car repairs have to be expensive for quality? Well, for over 20 years, rockauto.com has been the place to get everything done, from brake parts to tail lamps to even new carpets. And regardless if you're a professional or do-it-yourselfer, it's easy, convenient, and best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. It's a family business that puts your family first. We're still in the midst of a pandemic dealing with COVID-19, everyone. So why spend twice as much for the same parts when you can save money for you and your family? Shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers for countless makes and models. And one of the best parts about it, whether you're on your phone or your computer, you have quick service right at your fingertips. So go head over to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And be sure to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we at Locked On Wizards sent you. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We've got Dave Johnson, the voice of the Wizards, play-by-play announcer for the Wizards, DC United, and sports radio personality, back on Locked on Wizards. Let's get right back into it. All right, next question here. So who do you think is the most improved player from one year to the next? Who do you feel has made the biggest growth, maturity, development for the Wizards? Well, uh, biggest growth, you know... (laughs) I think Troy Brown Jr. Uh, I think, um, and again, what I what did I say that the you, you, when you answer questions like this, you just go with your gut reaction or the first thing that that, that comes to your mind. But um, I, I think that you know he's had to he's been asked to do a number of different things, and we we've noticed that, and again, including being part of a you know can he play point guard uh, at, at times, which we knew he could from his, his resume and his, his time in, in high school. But I, I just really mm-hmm. credit with him with, um, you know, finishing strong as well. And so I, I think he is another player that, that when, you, when you're looking at a, a team as young as the Wizards uh, is, you have to say, well, not all, <laughs> not everyone is going to be part of the future. We don't have a 20-man roster or that type right. of thing. So. Uh, and I, I don't mean that to be silly, but it just, we do have a very young roster. We've gone, we, we've auditioned a number of young players and, and that's, you know, that's a good thing. But I, I think that, uh, you know, with, with his, 
with his size, with his ability to do so many things. And I, I think something he said, uh, I remember the interview I did with him during the bubble where he talked about, uh, you know, he senses what is needed as a certain part of a game. Does, does, a, does a team need deep a defensive stopper? Does a team need rebounding? Does a team need a score? Does a team need a playmaker? It was such a mature comment to make because he's still a, <laughs> he's still a very young guy, right. uh, yet he's talking about feeling the game um, and, and what can he do to help the team. So it, it sounded like a comment coming from an eight-year veteran, but he's not an eight-year veteran. So I, I think it was just another step in, in this season in, in Troy Brown Jr.'s development and, and that's the other thing about life in the NBA it's great to have a, a rookie season uh, it, it's it's tough to to craft and cobble together a successful uh, NBA career because you're going to hit roadblocks you're going to hit scouting mm-hmm. reports where suddenly you, what you could do before you're not going to be able to do as easily as you did before because you know what the the opposing team has figured you out so um, I, I think you know 20 years whatever years this is, 2020, <laughs> I'm trying to remember what season we're talking about here, was a step in the positive direction for Troy Brown Jr. Yes, yeah, that's, I actually agree with you there. I think something that I kept hearing consistently in everything he was saying, it wasn't even about what he was showing on the floor, it was just that maturity, as you mentioned, and even the accountability that he had, where he would say a lot of comments as, like, it's on me. I've got to do a better job. It's, he wasn't deflecting, pointing the finger, blaming anybody else. He was taking a lot of the ownership on making sure the team was, you know, bringing the energy, the level that they were playing at the level that they should be. And to see him at such a young part in his career, have that responsibility and ownership. And then also, as you mentioned, I, I picked up on that as well. Just his willingness to step in wherever needed it wasn't a matter of I'm going to come every night and just score or just do it no whatever the team needs I'm going to do and I'm going to read what my teammates are doing well and and see what I can fill in what areas I can fill in to help us be successful it was all team first very selfless just all about helping the wizards as a whole be better and that's something that that you need and that's something you don't don't see with every NBA team and that's that's why and I shared this with with Tommy Shepard, we had some conversations, and I've done this for a long time in a lot of teams and et cetera, but, but man, this team, when I think about this past season, the word joyful comes to mind. They, it, you know, we're not, I don't, I, I couldn't tell you if, you, if you said quickly, Dave, tell me the record of the Wizards this past season, I would, I would fail that test, and, and I, that'd be the end of my career. I couldn't get that simple <laughs> answer correct. But all I know, all I do know is this was a joyful team. All I do know is, is it didn't matter that they didn't, you know, do as well as they wanted to do in the bubble. They just kept playing. They just kept trying to get – Thomas Bryant was trying to get that three-pointer down, and he was trying to improve. And you'll watch the reaction. There, there probably should be a video put out about the Wizards bench reaction at, mm. as things were going on during the course of, of this season because they were just – they didn't matter who was doing uh, the good things on the court. They were just all in for each other. And they were living, and this is a great lesson for this year we're going through, they were truly living in in the moment. When Garrison Matthews was going off for 28 points against the Miami Heat, uh, you would have thought we were about to win the NBA Finals the way the, the, the bench uh, was reacting. But, again, that's that's the joyful team right. we had this this past season because it was it was young. 
it was it was players that say, I'm getting Ish Smith, I'm getting an opportunity. Do we remember the chance at Capital One Arena, the Boston Celtics games fans at Capital One Arena chanting MVP <laughs> because of Ish Smith's uh, performance? Ish certainly does, and he and he smiles about that. But that that's just it. They they just brought some so much joy. They, no, they didn't win every night. Yeah, they did lose by three in overtime to the Milwaukee Bucks at, at home. But boy, they brought it. And that, that's what made um, this journey, uh, <laughs> which we could have done without the pandemic, but uh, that's what made this journey this season so wonderful with this, this group of, uh, of young guys. Once we learned how to say Andres Pashasniks and, uh, you know, he <laughs> gave us moments. And, and you, you, you could just go right down the list. And then Isaac Banga starts and he doesn't start. And he says, that's okay. Coach, I'm just happy for the opportunity. What a joy it is to be around a collection of players that, you know, they just want to play basketball and see what happens. And you know what? There were some great moments that they provided us for uh, this past season. And, and through all that, uh, there is growth for the future. That's, you know, you don't live your rest of your NBA life just on moments and, and, and a couple wins here and there. No, you, the bottom line is in this league is to become a playoff team to advance, but you grow uh, through periods like this. And, and that's, that's what was so great about this season. But again, uh, the word that I'm standing by for this past season for the Wizards is it's just a joyful team. You know, I could not agree more with what you're saying. And that's something that I know I walked away from each of the games, the press conferences, even the scrimmages, you know, any, any practice footage that we were able to see. And that was what I consistently was, was noticing from the Wizards. So coming up, we'll continue talking around the Wizards. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's continue looking back on the Wizards season. We've got Dave Johnson, voice of the Wizards, play-by-play announcer and sports radio personality here to break it down. We've got a lot to get into. Especially in the restart, I'm, I'm more focused on that, actually, because that's when a lot of people were just a lot of negativity. Why are they there? What's the point? But in everything I saw from the Wizards, you could see that they were just focused on the moment. They weren't thinking about the record or anything else. They were just focused on in that moment, playing basketball, getting better as a team and, and trying to make each practice, each game, each scrimmage better than the last. And to see from start to finish how the team progressed. From start to finish, how they learned, how they came together. And, and honestly, you know, that's what made winning the final game versus the Celtics even more incredible. But just, just to see more, besides the results, the way they finished was stronger than the way they started, which is encouraging because they could have easily hung their hats up and said, oh, we haven't won a game. We're just going to, you know, go into each game, play sloppy, play bad basketball, have a bad attitude. They were still cheering each other on. They were still bringing the energy. They were still, you know – from everybody from coach Brooks to the players they were still bringing that same positive attitude 
of understanding it's a bit there's a bigger picture they're playing for here it's more than just this game this moment they're playing for something bigger so no, that is something that's so encouraging from this group because now when you add in pieces like Beal and, and Wall and hopefully DB and bring these pieces in, it's, it, it now allows you to build a solid foundation of a team that you can, that you can grow with. Yeah, because, I mean, you, you hit it on the head because that's not easy to do uh, because clearly they like being together. It, if they didn't, uh, it'd be so easy when you're, you're losing games, you're one and two in the bubble, one and three, whatever it is, you lose the Brooklyn Nets, and, you know, and you, and you say, all right, you know, what day is it? And, and when do we get out of Orlando? And we can check back and we go back to mm-hmm. our lives. And, 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 you know, look, human nature is the same for, for all of us. And, and if it's, we're not having a good situation and we don't enjoy where we are, we're, we're, what are we doing? We're looking at, the, at our cell phone for the time. We used to look at our watches, but we're our cell phone. And we're looking and saying, how many more days till I get out of here now? I mean, that's not what you were seeing in the Wizards, in the bubble. This was not a team. Uh, no, the final result was not what you wanted. But, you know, if they were down, you still saw them fighting all the way to the fourth quarter. You still saw Jerome Robinson saying, all right, you're, you're going to give me playing time. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. I belong here uh, next season. And, and there's, there's so many examples uh, of, of that. Uh, uh, Mo Wagner, you know, it never was the same, you know, as the ankle injury. And, and the but the moments he had in the bubble, he, he tried to finish strong. You, you go right down the list with Wizards players. So the, it, is a, it is a unique group in a sense that they clearly like uh, being together. And you don't get that. And, and we've seen so many teams in not only the NBA, but any sport, you can say, well, this team on paper should be, wow, they should be lights out, and they're not. And it's because they don't like playing with each other because teams are no different than offices that as people are listening to this exactly work in some offices you like the collection of people and you you, you do better because of that uh, some offices you're like wow i got to get out of this work environment it, it's not a good culture it's a good culture with the wizards I don't, there's no disputing that if you spend any time uh, around this team and then that is the exciting thing about if you get a, a john wall and if 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 all indications are he's going to be healthier than he was since two, 2017 you get a Bradley Beal back again, uh, and don't get me started on this because I'll spend the next five hours on it because it drives <laughs> me bananas that he was not an all-star because, oh, gosh. Um, you know, here's a guy who was facing uh, triple teams, double teams, whatever, and, and still putting up career numbers and points and assists. So, you know, he's, he's a bona fide all-star and who, sh- <laughs> who has just been a joy to watch in his development from, from year one. So, um, there's a strong foundation here. Now, the biggest challenge is, is taking it to the next step and advancing, is it? Because, again, we just established billions on the planet. Only a certain number make it in the NBA, and there's only a, uh, it's not easy to get to that next step. But, but clearly the Wizards have some of the pieces. You get some good health and look out. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like you read my mind because I was going to ask you your overall thoughts on what was – or what was the most encouraging piece of this season that you take away, whether it was a player or a moment, but you summed it all up in, in your discussion on how joyful this season was. But as you mentioned, you have an all-star. We're just going to, he's just an all-star. We're just going to say all-star Bradley Beal. Um, but you have, you have these pieces that are coming back on top of this group that has built a foundation. And as Scott Brooks has been talking about building those winning mindsets and, and winning tendencies that you add in some, some talent. And as you mentioned, we all know, we've all been in situations where 
everything looks perfect, but because the chemistry is not there, whether it's a job, a team, um, uh, just a group of friends, whatever it may be, if the chemistry is not there, if the, the environment does not allow for growth, you're not going to grow. You know, it doesn't matter how talented you are. We all know hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. As cliche as that is, it's the truth. If you don't have the right pieces there if, and it doesn't work out, that's why we're seeing some teams, even some coaching changes that are going on across the league, some teams that are underperforming for that exact reason. And not only the NBA, but all sports, because they just don't have the right pieces that fit together to make it a cohesive group now that the talent can shine and they can be able to succeed like they should. So we'll see what happens there. I, I, have, I have a good feeling for the Wizards moving forward. Yeah, I'm no, feeling very I, optimistic. Right, and I also think that, that players know players. And, and I think part of the, just what we talked about, John Wall, Bradley Beal coming back. The other players, and this, I, I, I truly believe this is part of why you continue to see the serious uh, uh, approach, and you saw it in, in the bubble that, okay, you know, John Wall and Bradley Beal, for, for you know, injury reasons, were not there. But, you know, if you're a Thomas Bryant and you want to be a part of the uh, – uh, the Wizards going forward and with John Wall and Bradley Beal, you want to continue to show that this is why I'm going to right. be, help you guys out. And, and they know, they know these are generational talents in John Wall and Bradley Beal. And so if, if you, you have a real chance to succeed with them, it's just the foundation in the backcourt in a league where uh, you can uh, win <laughs> with a foundation in the backcourt. You know, once upon mm-hmm. a time, you know, you had to have a, a big center in the, in the <laughs> NBA. That was, that's, that's ancient history now in this positionless basketball we, we live in and, the, and the, the three-point shot being such a, a, a part of, of, of success uh, in the NBA. So I, I truly believe that the, 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 the tone that Bradley Beal and John Wall said is, all, is lifting all of these players. They know that, that wait a minute here, you know, John Wall and Bradley Beal are not just your average talents. These, these are all-star talents or whatever kind of moniker you want to put on them. So th- then if, if I improve my game, if I align themselves with them, uh, I can be a part of incredible team success. And it's been proven. Again, it's, it, I, I understand 2017, uh, as we sit here and talk in 2020 seems like about 30 years ago, but it wasn't <laughs> that long ago. Um, and, and you get a healthy John Wall back and you throw that into the mix of everything else that is going on with this team, the development of some of the young players we've already discussed. Uh, this is then suddenly is, is a, a team that, that you get excited about. And oh yeah, a, a team that, you know, was, was in the, forget how they finished in the bubble. The fact that they were invited to the bubble, despite all the injuries, shows how much they were still able to accomplish this year, even though they were not full, at full strength. And that's the encouraging piece. You have to be, I mean, looking big picture here, you have to be encouraged by that moving forward. So, Dave, it's been a pleasure having you on. We had you on two episodes of Locked on Wizards here. And can you let people know where they can follow all your work that you're doing as a sports anchor, as the voice of the Wizards, working with DC United? You know, you're all over as a, a legendary radio personality in DC sports. Where can people follow you to keep up with all you got going well, on? As always, I invite people to connect at Dave J Sports. I respond to, to every tweet again at Dave J Sports. But again, 
I, at any time, I'd love to, to spend, uh, we, can, we can kill another five hours discussing, Renee, <laughs> I, I appreciate so much what you do, because as we said in the outset of our first uh, episodes, we discussed uh, you, what you do is so important. We need uh, as a community, and I mean this as a Wizards community, a basketball community, to stay together because there's so many things uh, going on right now, but it's, it, this is a great place to come if you want to just say, you know what, I want to turn my mind in this direction and just talk basketball and talk whatever else and, and hang with Renee, that's a good thing and we need that. Oh, I appreciate that. I really do, Dave. Thank you again so much for joining us here on Locked on Wizards. I'm thrilled to have you back. And look, we'll be having this conversation again around, look at all the great things the Wizards are doing as they're moving in the right direction. It's going to be a different tone. We're, we're getting there, baby steps. So I'm looking forward to the day to have you back on as we're having a different type of conversation around the Wizards and all the success they've got going on. So thank you again. <laughs> look forward to that. Look forward to that. Thank you, Dave. And thank you all for tuning in to another edition of Locked on Wizards. As we kick off the month of September, one of my favorite months of the year because I've got a birthday coming up, Virgo season is here. Well, we've got more to discuss here on Locked on Wizards each and every day, so hit that subscribe button to keep up with all we've got going on on the show. With me, your host, Renee Washington. I had Dave Johnson here, legendary radio personality, the voice of the Wizards here. We've got more to get into here this week on Locked on Wizards, so hit that subscribe button to keep up with all the latest news and updates. Have a good one. I'll see you guys next time. Washington out. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.